From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, North Korea could launch an intercontinental ballistic missile this month, according to a top security official. The South Chungcheong Provincial Council passes a bill abolishing a student's right ordinance blamed for the collapse of teachers' authority. And recent statistics find that income increased for all age groups except for those in their 20s and younger. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. A presidential security official says there is a possibility of an intercontinental ballistic missile launch by North Korea this month. The official also said South Korea, the U.S., and Japan will begin activating a system within the year to share warning data on North Korean missile launches in real time. Our Beiju Yun has more. Principal Deputy National Security Advisor Kim Tae-ho said Thursday that North Korea could launch an intercontinental ballistic missile sometime this month. He made the remarks to reporters upon arrival at Dulles International Airport near Washington, D.C., to attend the second meeting of the nuclear consultative group. Kim said that ballistic missiles using ICBM technology are a consideration in extended deterrence between Seoul and Washington, hinting that the upcoming NCG session will touch on the topic. The top official added that a system in which South Korea, the U.S., and Japan will share warning data on the North's missile launches in real time is in the final stages of completion and that the system will be unveiled this year. The Pentagon also corroborated the activation of the real-time warning data system for North Korean missiles before the end of the year on Thursday. The same day, Congress passed an $886 billion National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2024. The defense funding bill, which has been sent to the White House for President Joe Biden's signature, requires Washington to maintain 28,500 U.S. service members in South Korea and calls on the U.S. to enhance its extended deterrence for the ally. Pigeon Kibis World Radio News. A bill to abolish an ordinance on students' human rights passed in a plenary session of the South Chungcheong Provincial Council on Friday. The passage came with 31 voting in favor to 13 against among the 44 members present in the Conservative People Power Party-led council. Of the seven cities or provinces that have implemented a student rights ordinance, South Chungcheong became the first region to repeal it. The ordinance states that the human rights of students are fundamental and must be guaranteed to maintain dignity while protecting the rights to freedom, equality, participation, and educational welfare. It has been blamed for infringing on the classroom authority of educators after the apparent suicide of a young teacher in southern Seoul in August. The province's education office chief, who has opposed its abolition, may request a reconsideration. Recent statistics found that income increased for all age groups except for those in their 20s and younger. Statistics Korea released a report on social trends in 2023 on Friday, which included data on household income showing that people in their 20s and younger averaged 31.14 million won, or around 24,000 U.S. dollars, down 7.4% compared to 2018. In contrast, income increased over the same period by 11.5% for those in their 30s, 10.8% for those in their 40s, 10.6% for those in their 50s, and 22.5% for those in their 60s and older. As a result, those in their 20s and under surpassed those in their 60s for the age group with the lowest income. 
A nationwide survey has found that more and more young people in their 20s and 30s are wary of marriage but are increasingly open to cohabitation. According to Statistics Korea's 2023 report on social trends released on Friday, the belief that marriage is necessary plunged, while the notion of living with a partner without tying the knot was viewed positively by 40% of respondents. Just 31.8% of women in their 30s and 27.5% of women in their 20s felt it was necessary to get married, while 48.7% of men in their 30s and 41.9% of men in their 20s found marriage necessary. The responses presented a dramatic shift among the demographic since 2008, which found men to favor marriage by some 20 to 30 percentage points more, while 90 to 25% more women responded positively. The main reason cited by respondents for resistance to marriage was a lack of marriage funds. Over 500 COVID-19 testing facilities at public health centers in the country that have been in operation since the outbreak of the pandemic in early 2020 will close down by the year's end. According to the Central Disease Control Headquarters on Friday, the shutdowns on December 31st were decided to reflect the declining demand for testing and a need to normalize infectious disease management at public health centers. Even after the shutdowns, free PCR testing for groups deemed at high risk of COVID-19 infections will continue to be provided at regular medical facilities. Authorities will maintain the COVID-19 crisis level at the second-highest vigilance on the four-tier scale in light of the prevalence of various respiratory diseases during the winter season. Mandatory indoor mask wearing at medical facilities will also remain in place, while vaccinations and medications for those at high risk will continue to be offered free of charge. President Yoon Suk-yeol has returned from a four-day state visit to the Netherlands. The presidential plane carrying Yoon and his entourage landed at Seoul Air Base in Songnam on Friday morning. During the trip, Yoon visited the headquarters of semiconductor manufacturing machinery powerhouse ASML and held summit talks with Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte, issuing a joint statement announcing that the two nations have agreed to forge a semiconductor alliance. Hyundai Motors' Kona crossover SUV will continue to receive electric vehicle subsidies from the French government. The car was included on a list released by Paris on Thursday of electric vehicles, 78 models from 22 automakers, eligible for its federal incentives. Among all models by South Korean manufacturers, the Kona was the only one that made the list, with Kia's Niro and Seoul crossovers omitted from the latest list after previous inclusion. France has changed its standards for EV subsidies, disqualifying vehicles that emit carbon over a certain threshold based on the entire production and delivery process, a factor that favored the Kona with its higher score attributed to its production in the Czech Republic. The country's exports of agricultural and food products in the first 11 months of the year reached a record high. According to the Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs on Friday, Exports in the food sector came to $8.27 billion in the January to November period, up 2.4% from a year earlier to post a new record. Kiyum Hero center fielder Lee Jung-woo has signed a six-year contract worth $113 million U.S. million with the San Francisco Giants in the Major League Baseball. In announcing the deal on Friday, the Giants posted on their official social media page, Lee Jung-hoo, welcome to the San Francisco Giants in the Korean language. According to the team, the six-year deal includes an opt-out clause after the 2027 season, allowing the 25-year-old to become a free agent. 
The deal is the biggest for a posted Korea baseball organization player, surpassing pitcher Ryu Hyunjin's six-year deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers before the 2013 season, worth $36 million. The nation is forecast to see freezing temperatures and heavy snow this weekend. According to the Korea Meteorological Administration on Friday, a cold wave is set to grip the nation from the weekend and heavy snow is forecast to pound the western part of the nation. From Saturday to Sunday, up to 30 centimeters of snow is expected in Jeju's mountainous areas and up to 20 centimeters in North Jola province. Morning lows on Saturday will stand between minus 4 and 6 degrees Celsius, while afternoon highs will stand at between minus 3 and 7 degrees, down more than 10 degrees from Friday and around 5 degrees lower compared to previous years. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index gained 19.38 points, or 1.76% on Friday, to close the week at 2,563.56. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.